Hi, this is Adrian, founder of Wikisleep. If you're enjoying these short clips of the podcast and would like to hear entire episodes, you can do that by going to wikisleep.com and downloading the Wikisleep app. It's simple, effective, and far more affordable than just about every other sleep tool that's out there. Plus, there's much more on the app, including meditations, white noise, a playlist builder, and other options to improve your sleep experience. You can start a free trial today and explore everything on the app. Just go to wikisleep.com to get started. Now, I hope you enjoy this shorter clip from the longer stories from Wikisleep. Hi, I'm Adrian, and you're listening to Wikisleep. Tonight, I'm going to read to you from the stories of old Greece and Rome, the story of Pandora. As we begin, I suggest taking a moment to get comfortable. And if you feel yourself falling asleep, just embrace it. Let yourself drift off the story of Pandora. The topmost peak of Mount Olympus was covered with clouds. So high it was above all the hills of Greece, and its slopes were thickly wooded. Just how high the mountain really was could only be guessed, for no man had dared to climb even as high as the first cloud line. Though the story goes that once upon a time a wandering shepherd, looking for a strayed lamb, had ventured far up the mountainside and had soon lost his way. He groped about blindly as the mists began to thicken all around him, and the sound of his own footsteps terrified him in the dreadful silence that seemed to be suddenly creeping over him. A mighty tempest broke over his head, and the mountain shook to its very base. From the hand of wrathful Jupiter, fierce thunderbolts were hurled while the lightning flashed and gleamed through the darkness of the forest, searching out the guilty mortal who had dared to climb too high. No human eye had ever seen the glories of Olympus. No human foot had ever stepped within its sacred halls, where the ceiling was of gold and the pavement of pearl and the thrones of the gods shone with a thousand glittering jewels.
of the life that was lived among the dwellers on Olympus. Not even the poets could claim to know. But sometimes, a tired soldier dozing by his campfire dreamed dreams of this wonderful country where the immortal gods walked by day and night. And sometimes, a lonely fisherman, looking across the blue waters of the Mediterranean to the crimsoning sunset, saw visions of youth and beauty and life that lasted forever and ever and ever. It was long before the memory of man that the gods first came to live on Mount Olympus, and it was still longer ago that all the great powers of the universe fought with each other for the right to rule the world. In this mighty war, which rent the very heavens with the crash of battle, Jupiter at last conquered all his jealous enemies and made himself ruler of the gods and of the world. On that day, he established his dwelling place on Mount Olympus and set the earth below him for a footstool. From his throne in the high heavens, he looked down upon the kingdoms that he had portioned out to each of his brothers. He saw Neptune, the god of the sea, driving through the waves, his chariot drawn by huge, misshapen sea beasts that beat up the thick white foam until it glistened on the sea king's beard and on his crown of shells and seaweed. The other kingdom was so far away that even the all-seeing eyes of Jupiter were strained to catch any glimpse of the shapes that moved noiselessly there. For this was the realm of Pluto, god of the underworld, that dread country of darkness and unending gloom, where no ray of sunlight ever came, and where the sad spirits of the dead wept for the lost world of love and light and laughter. Sometimes, the great billows of clouds that rolled out at the foot of the red-gold throne shut out for a moment all the sight of the earth at his feet. But however thickly the mists gathered, Jupiter could always see old Atlas standing on the shore of Africa with the heavens resting on his bent shoulders. This giant had stood so long that forests of huge trees had sprung up around his feet, and they had grown so tall during the ages and ages that had passed, that their topmost branches reached the giant's waist and almost hid him from the sight of men. 